Hey everybody, just a quick note here at the top of the show, um, just devastating news for those of you joining us after our first couple of Lord of the Rings specific episodes. Um, we had a special guest on for episode three, um, Melody, who's actually here now. Melody, how you doing? I'm doing good. We um, we had a good conversation that that third episode that we did where you were a guest, but folks... Twas hubris let, led me here. I was uh, hoisted by my own petard, as Drew would say. Um, <laughs> I was editing episode three. We had a ton of different just... I mean, we talked about a ton of stuff. Drew talked about his fishing trip that he went on a few months ago. We had a whole frame narrative. Because you made those those cheddar... What is it? Cheddar and scallion biscuits? Yeah, we were trying to do like a second breakfast kind of shtick. Um, I had like made some uh like homemade biscuits uh a la molly baz um uh, yeah uh, for those listening along at home melody is actually canceled uh for referencing bon appetit i hope not but <laughs> you're not canceled hey you're not canceled to me baby oh yeah for those of you that don't know <laughs> melody is my girlfriend that would have been a lot uh, weirder <laughs> not anymore oh yeah 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 broke up with the big lug <laughs> well anyway you, melody we, we did this whole bit where melody brought in the biscuits it was lovely it was fantastic they were they were really good we were eating them throughout the episode yeah um you'll miss out on our chewing sounds oh, yeah. unfortunately yeah so I, I i go to edit i'm editing in pro tools my first mistake just know we're, we're in audacity for any audio editing from here on out not to get too inside baseball on it my computer blue screens and I go back into Pro Tools, and lo and behold, the entire first half of the episode is just gone. Um, thankfully, we took a break in the middle, and so the entire... It was about an hour of us talking about fast food and like various other kinds of restaurants. So there's still some... Hey, hey, there's some good content in there still. Um, but... We're sorry to report that that episode is lost to time. You won't find it in any archival footage. Uh, when the documentary is inevitably produced, you know, I mean, conservatively 20 years from now, um, <laughs> there won't be any rare podcast B-sides for y'all to listen to. So sorry about that. Melody, there, there was some serendipity to us recording this today. Yeah, I actually um, made the same biscuit recipe this morning. I just got a hankering for it. Mm -hmm. um, and what a hankering it was, folks. <laughs> but this time, instead of scallions, it was uh, red onion. Yeah, alas, we had no scallions to be found in the building, but um, I just used some minced red onion, and it was good. It was great. Yeah, we had that and some coffee while we uh, watched TV. Um, so yeah, good stuff. Melody, anything you want to tell the folks um, in light of the fact that we cut out almost an hour's worth of you being a wonderful guest? Um, yeah, I just want to come forward and say that this will be my final appearance on the show. Oh, um, right, right. You may have found it in your heart to forgive Matthew. I have not, hence why I <laughs> quote in his words, left the big lug uh, a few minutes ago. So uh, we, I, We're actually sleeping in separate. Well, Melody's <laughs> sleeping in the bed. I'm sleeping on the couch. I'm yeah, in the, in in the, the dog. House, proverbial so dog house yeah <laughs> yeah so so kiss this voice goodbye listeners all right well sad to see you go melody um but we'll leave it there hopefully one day you'll change your mind and we'll have you back on as a true blue Oliphants motorcycle club guest you know 
All joking aside, folks, you know, maybe when we uh, watch the movies, inevitably, I mean, you've seen them a ton of times against your will more often than not, <laughs> but um, I think you'll, you could probably bring some uh, expert insight into that. I don't know about expert. I, I think more uh, amateur standards by, but I think that'll be an interesting perspective nonetheless. Oh, yeah. Well, folks, before we get into the actual meat of episode three and our conversation about all different kinds of talking points related to uh, restaurants, casual, fine dining, and everything in between, um, just wanted to remind you to leave a review of the show if you like it. Um, five stars preferably, but hey, you know, speak your truth. If we're a one-star show, let us know. I am immediately after recording this going to leave a one-star review. Can you can you please actually do that? That would <laughs> that would make my day. <laughs> sure. All right, y'all. Now for the actual show. All right, so we are having such a good time with Melody as a guest um, that we decided we are going to push our Lord of the Rings discussion to a part two, um, a second episode. So we won't be talking about chapters three and four this week. We are going to... Sorry yeah. if you've been reading along, Yeah, <laughs> but we're assuming that nobody is doing that quite yet <laughs> because we haven't released any episodes. As <laughs> we record this. Um, but I think we're going to try a little something. We're going to do a new segment called Talking Points. Drew, do you want to tell the people a little bit about what this next segment will look like? Yeah, so... Bear with me. We came up with this over the course of like 15 minutes in between when we were recording a second ago and when we started recording just now. Um, and so I think we're going to do, do y'all want to do the timer side of things where we do keep it pretty strict with how long we talk about something? Um, we could cover more yeah. ground that way, but like. Let's just feel it out. We yeah. can, if we start running long, hey, we just have a supersized episode. Yeah. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is the first draft of the talking point segment. And so we each um, took a couple of minutes where we just created a list of uh, like, so the, the category is chain restaurants. And so we just made a list of things related to chain restaurants that we either wanted to talk about. Um, we, we talked about sort of doing a like list, like a tier list ranking type thing for, um, but that's been done before people yeah, yeah. come on. <laughs> well, you come here for the hard hitting content, the innovation. <laughs> that is what we present to you. Yeah. So, um, I, we're just gonna, we each have a list. We're going to take turns. We're going to pull something off of the list and, propose a uh a conversation <laughs> i don't know if it's that formal <laughs> no we're gonna be we're gonna give our thoughts we're gonna have a conversation and we're gonna listen well the and we're gonna learn senator uh representing savannah please take the floor <laughs> um okay so do y'all want me to go first yeah go for it okay so i wrote bojangles slash chick-fil-a slash kfc the, chick, the chicken-based restaurants, as it yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. And so, 
Chick-fil-A is sort of the odd one out, I would say, because it's the only one where you can't get, like, a bucket of chicken. Yeah, and But, like, they have a lot of the same types of food. It's a lot of fried chicken and mac and cheese. And, and uh, we just got to like clear the air real quick. Drew, he's a bigot. He loves Chick-fil-A. <laughs> no, that Chick-fil-A is not my favorite from this place for sure. Um, I do feel like each of these hold a very distinct spot in yeah. the, the chicken different, market. Different. Different socioeconomic um, statuses, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and for me, they even serve, like, different kind of, like, yeah, food moods. different cravings, for sure. Um, does anybody have a clear favorite? Oh, Bojangles, no question. Yeah, I yeah, think I gotta Bojangles go with Bojangles. Bojangles, I would say, especially between Bojangles and KFC, like, everything about Bojangles is just better. Like, they have yeah. basically the same menu, I feel like, but, like, like, have you had the pinto beans from Bojangles? Yes. That shit is crazy that's cajun pintos man Ooh, with that's like a week's worth of salt probably but yeah. it's so good with with some like cajun seasoned fries yeah. and an egg and cheese biscuit and a sweet tea Ooh. are you kidding me? or a root beer is yeah. bojangles national or is it just the south i know they have it in like oklahoma because back in my uh <laughs> uh gary indiana yeah <laughs> now, uh, in my bon appetit watching days uh, i remember seeing uh in the the it's alive where brad leone goes noodling in oklahoma i remember there was some bojangles litter in the river oh nice end, so unless it traveled very far by river <laughs> yeah presumably yeah they at least got but i mean uh, by a lot of metrics uh, Oklahoma's still the southeast, so you know. Yeah, I would you know, it's in some respects considered a part of the South. Yeah. The cultural yeah. South at a certain level, or at yeah. least the like I remember in the town that I grew up in, Elberton, um, that was like the place to go for breakfast before school and work and stuff yeah. like that. Um It was the site of the infamous I'll have a Coke classic incident. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was being a precocious youngster while going, I had stayed the night at Drew's house and was being driven to the high school by Drew's family. And we stopped at Bojangles on the way and I just got like a sausage biscuit, I think. But your mom asked me what I wanted to drink. And I said, I'll go with the classic semicolon water like in my own mind that's what i said but they heard i'll have a coke classic and so i got a coke Coke? wait well no 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 just like they they must have thought like what a weird way to say coca-cola but okay wait did you were you telling my mom this like they she she was ordering in the drive-thru she was just yeah asking from the front seat and i think i just didn't enunciate enough oh but you were talking i thought that like the the bojangles employees no no didn't this is like a game of telephone is what i'm saying okay that's funny um but um, I, I completely forgot about that. This was that also have, that probably stuck in your memory a lot more than anyone yeah, else. Yeah, because imagine my surprise when I go to take a sip of ice, water. cool, clear water, <laughs> and it's MF and Coca Cola, <laughs> the classic, the classic, you know, a classic. Not that uh, stinking new Coke thing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Don't get me started. This is an anti-new Coke pod. <laughs> it's a hot take, we know. <laughs> But yeah, Bo- Bojangles. I mean, what? Yeah. What more could 
Southern folk ask for, for in a fast food experience. And we were we were talking about the, this earlier today. It is in, it is crazy how hard it is if you really think about it to get like a breakfast sandwich biscuit. Fast food, like that's good. well, to get it any time of the day. Yeah, like true. when yeah. McDonald's was doing breakfast all day, like that was one thing. But like it's still a McDonald's biscuit. No, they they stopped because of COVID, I think. Mm. But like they, I Those assume they'll bastards. bring it back at some point. <laughs> They might have already brought it back. I have no idea, but that like that was still a McDonald's biscuit. It's not like a like a good biscuit that you're getting, you know. Yeah, it's um, not like it's not. It's, it's no not, Bojangles. Yeah, it's not blowing the roof off the place. Yeah, but like Bojangles has one menu that is served all day, and so like there were times like when I was in cross country and we were in some like part of rural last Georgia that like. We had to stop somewhere for dinner. They only had a Bojangles because this is Royston or whatever. Um, like those were the best places to stop because I could like as an 11th grade vegetarian who like didn't know a lot of foods that he liked yet because he was fresh off of mostly just eating meat. Yeah. <laughs> like the fact that at, at 7 p.m. after a cross country meet, I could eat two egg and cheese biscuits like that was awesome yeah and yeah bojangles in elberton is the only one that i'm aware of that has coke products and the only fast food restaurant in the world that has cherry fanta oh and it's crazy it's awesome it's so good i mean it just tastes like an icy like a cherry icy is this cherry ices or cherry fans? I'm gonna need to see your sources i mean that's that's cool but like isn't that weird though like but like Every other Bojangles I've ever been to has Pepsi products. Interesting. So not only does it have Coke, it has like a relatively obscure Fanta. Yeah, that's that's wild. Yeah, but it's it makes for a great on the way to school breakfast. Yeah, I um, I ooh, have. Ooh, ooh. I, I got. I want to talk about Bosauce in a second, but <laughs> okay, let's keep moment. going. What yeah. were you about to say, Matthew? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what. This is not the draw for me, but what won me over to just being like an advocate of Bojangles. The cats in their parking lot. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, was the Bowberry biscuit. Ah, like, Bowberry biscuit. It's just so it's just so good and it's like Can we get a Bojangles sponsorship for the pod? I am begging. <laughs> next pod we should just get Bojangles and eat it. Yeah, we should. Yeah, that would be for the next it. second best script. Be- Best <laughs> second breakfast. Yeah, second best bin. <laughs> the second best grits. Yeah, yeah. We, we, hey, dear listener, keep it, keep an ear out, keep an ear yeah. to the ground. Um, but yeah, Bowberry biscuit. So for those unaware of a Bowberry biscuit, it is it comes to you on like half of a styrofoam container. Yeah. Um, and it's like an open face biscuit that's just like smothered and covered in this like icing but it's like a that like opaque kind of like cinnamon roll icing yeah it'll harden but it's it, you get it when it's still like fluid yeah yeah and it's like like it looks like gravy honestly <laughs> it looks like something else <laughs> <laughs> um like if 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 it didn't have blue like specks of blue in it those are the bowberries <laughs> it's a real it, uh, Willy Wonka you might situation, would, and you couldn't smell it at all. You might would think it's uh, like biscuits and gravy. Yeah, but yeah, it's sweet and it is. 
good. Yeah. And it's like, I don't typically get it because I'm not a uh, styrofoam man. I really hate the way that it feels. <laughs> and I've so I never do... had a Bowberry biscuit. Really? I've only had their um, egg and cheese biscuits and like seasoned French fries when Matthew and I have gone hiking. We get that like usually in the morning. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's quite yeah. Good. They're, I mean, their regular biscuits are what I usually get and they're also really good um hey ooh, the the bow sauce drew I, I know you want to talk about bow sauce brother <laughs> it, it's been 10 minutes and we've just hit I'm, one restaurant oh no we gotta okay. keep this train of wait, wait i gotta talk about bow sauce okay. so it's, it's real quick so it's i never considered how good horseradish would be with biscuits bow sauce if you it so it comes in it's like a dip can shaped container like it's much wider and flatter you than a, <laughs> i would <laughs> um than like your typical like fast food condiment container hmm. is it almost kind of like a um oh like like something you might get barbecue sauce in for a restaurant like one of the round kind of flat ones yeah 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 um and but it's perfect for dipping a like a wide biscuit in yeah um and yeah it's it's just like a like mayonnaise horseradish. It's delicious. It's so good, man. Can't speak highly enough of Bojangles. <laughs> <laughs> All <laughs> right, hit us with hit us with some more categories, brother. Uh, well, does somebody else want to read off of their list? Sure. I so we started out kind of envisioning this more of like Drew mentioned more of a tier list or our rankings, mm-hmm. but because I can be fairly particular and like definitely lean into habits like if there's just a restaurant i like like mm-hmm. i just won't go anywhere else mine effectively is a just a like a top however many list like yeah there's only so many that made it made the cut um yeah. bojangles being one of them <laughs> which is why i let that conversation ride for as long as it's on all three of our lists then yeah it's yeah it's just yeah. so good so that did some that we just did some of the heavy lifting for each of us um I kind of want to do two things. I think the easiest way to break down the restaurants that I wrote are the different epochs of my eating, i.e. pre-vegetarianism and post. Mm. Um, Because there are some restaurants that I've not gone to in years at this point, like at least three years, that used to be standard fare for me. Um, But I know one of the ones on this list. Arby's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. that's yeah. that's the most notable. It is unfairly maligned, in my view. Yeah, Arby's is quite good. I think people need to get over themselves if they can't just eat a beef and cheddar, um, like or, yeah. or like if they if the insistence is that it's gross. It's like this is no more or less gross I, than any other fast food. Yeah, I if I just really like if you were to present to me on paper what Arby's is, I probably would have eaten there like without question when I was eating meat. Um, but it, I definitely like sort of was brought up to think that uh, Arby's is like the gross place to go. Yeah, Arby's is on my list too. 
um, for like the same kind of category of like I freaking loved it when I was still eating meat. Like Matthew and I would regularly go get um, like two beef and cheddars and some curly fries. And mm. speaking of which, I mean, let's not beat around the bush. The real reason this is on our list is the curly fries. Yeah, for and sure. the, yeah, and the but sauce option. They have pretty good milkshakes too, right? I've never had one. I don't think. Yeah, we have. We, we got did. we got one. I remember like one time distinctly, and it was good. Drew was furiously scribbling. <laughs> notes <laughs> write that down write that down no, something that we should really try to cover if okay we can. okay um, um it'll be an in memoriam <laughs> <laughs> what i was about to say though was that like man if arby's comes out with some sort of like plant-based roast beef like if they did like a plant-based <laughs> beef and cheddar i think that meal, at least right right I now i would be all over it yeah i think right now arby's is still kind of leaning in like their slogan is still we have the meats oh for <laughs> i think sure, they're yeah. leaning towards the other side no. of the aisle yeah they're not worried about our market <laughs> the vegetarian but, like, aisle i yeah. hope that the that there will be collective yeah. pressure on them in the next few years yeah. to give a plant-based yeah. option well so, so they're oh go ahead oh um this could be real quick can, can i get some organs playing in post <laughs> Hey, we'll, we'll see what we can figure out. I'll get a mini keyboard in there. Okay. In memoriam. Melody. To <laughs> it's my organ noise. The Beyond Thick Burger. Oh. oh Moment of Hardee's. silence. Hardee's. Yeah. Just, yeah. Hardee's is the best fast food burger. Um, I have something controversial to say. Yet Brave? Yet Brave. Arby's. Or not Arby's, sorry. Hardee's is on my dishonorable oh. mentions list for this. I, I understand. Well, that's it for this week. <laughs> Proceed, and then I'll, hey. I'll have my bit. Let's. Well, hey, let's go ahead and hey, this is talking say, points, people. It's not. It's not a clear format. Let's go ahead and talk about it. <laughs> Hardee's. Um, they are simultaneously. I, I will go ahead and make clear that Drew, I'm in agreement with you that the Hardee's that is the best fast food burger beyond Thick Burger, like you were mentioning, yeah. like the 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 re- like vegetarian plant based yeah. plant based Thick Burger they had for about a year. Indelibly good. Yeah. So good. So it's it's by far the best, most easy when it was in existence. It was the best, most easily obtainable yeah fast food vegetarian like burger option because yeah. let's be real there are plenty of places where you can get a veggie burger either like a like a like a bean or um soy based patty yeah. that's not trying to be like a meat yeah. analog but even but nowadays even a lot of sit-down restaurants have beyond or impossible burgers yeah. So you can get them, but fast food. Yeah, I mean, we are in a bra- we are in a brave new world. <laughs> we seriously are, and yeah. and that was the best one, while it was, in yeah. Existence. I mean, that's the closest I've felt to God, <laughs> to uh, like feeling like I'm eating meat. Jesus wept for there were no more worlds to conquer. <laughs> um, was when I was eating those burgers, and what like what's crazy about it is like I mean. I love the taste of a Beyond Patty. Like it has a specific flavor that yeah. I think if if I wasn't a couple years removed from eating meat, I think that I wouldn't be like this tastes like meat, but it tastes really good in its very specific way. Yeah. Um like Beyond, the Beyond I think is the my Beyond meat flavor. Favorite. Yeah. Um 
But like what makes any Hardee's burger so good is like they have insanely high quality produce on their burgers. Yeah, I would like, agree. That is like a fresh onion that's going to be on there. And yeah. you cannot say the same thing. The lettuce Like the wilted. Impossible Whopper. Yeah. That I'll still eat the hell out of those. But like it's you're at that point i feel like i'm going there for a fast food burger and not like a good burger yeah to melody's point as much as i just gassed up and agree with everything you said about the yeah. beyond thick burger hardy's is like one of the, not even grosser it's not that it's just like there's just something it's it's, it's kind of scummy it's <laughs> it is it is the sega household to a nintendo household yeah it it is like uncanny valley fast food yeah it's like the hash browns are more than edible but they are not even close to like what i want yeah. you know it almost feels like a shell company yeah to be fair <laughs> my, money laundering scheme. <laughs> to be fair i will go ahead and admit that like my dislike overall for hardy's is based on a very old grudge um <laughs> oh, the commercials no not even like when i was okay so another one of the restaurants on my list is wendy's and it's mm. primarily on my list for like pre when i started went vegetarian i like started eating wendy's when i was like really little and i ate it forever and it was like i would have it almost weekly um but i only liked to get i got a cheeseburger with when i was really little ketchup and mayonnaise and when i got older i got tired of the mayonnaise and it became just ketchup um but i like loved wendy's and my mom like when i was little she would bribe me with like the promise of wendy's cheeseburgers (laughs) and there wasn't the closest wendy's like to our house was like at least like closest 20 minutes away um, it was probably even more like 30 minutes away. and But there was a Hardee's down the road from us, like mm. not five minutes away. And so she was really yeah. hopeful that I could just like slot into liking Hardee's. <laughs> and, but like we tried. It doesn't to, work like that, mom. <laughs> we tried to order from there and order just like ketchup and mayonnaise for little Melody. And they were like, oh, no, sorry, we can't do that. Everything is on it already when it's frozen and we just put it in the microwave so we can't that, take any That's wrong. Awesome. Off. That rules. Um, and so that is my gr- grudge against. Hey, God, I would I want to know where they get it. I would order those myself. <laughs> no kidding. Um, I similarly like hardy's in spite of something like a very like negative association yeah every so we we were all at one point in our high school's uh marching band and color guard melody being the one in color guard <laughs> drew drew did a uh, berry sax for for marching yeah. band, right and yeah. i did percussion and so end of a school day on a friday you yeah. got about two and a half three hours sometimes and you got like Three options. Four if you can drive. <laughs> yeah. You got you got Subway. You got Fox's Pizza. Chicken Express. That's also on my Hardee's. Hardee's. And then And Chinese buffet, number yeah. one China. And there were there, was, there were there were some people that would 
drive to Athens or like yeah. somewhere in between. But it's like, why? Would, like they were yeah. uh, they just were upper classmen. Yeah, it's like why? Yeah. Just pack yourself something. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, there were some other options like a uh, uh, master basters. Do y'all remember that? <laughs> yeah, the real heads will know about master basters. <laughs> It was a barbecue joint in yeah. Madison County. It's yeah. like this friend of the show, Thomas May, worked there for a little bit. Oh, yeah. really? That's yeah. funny. Um, it's what it... did his mom think about that? <laughs> um, I, I think she supported. <laughs> it we'll was um, it was Michael's dad was the one that owned it. Oh, he was okay. the master baster. He was. Hey, there's no denying. Yeah. <laughs> the titular master baster. He is inevitable. <laughs> it was a barbecue place. That's why it's called master basters, if that wasn't something that was made clear. But regardless, <laughs> I digress. We digress. My choice was generally Subway because... Most say, walkable from the school. Most walkable. And say what you will, I'll go ahead and spoil that it's on my short list. It didn't make my top five, but Subway... Is relatively dependable in my yeah. experience. When I was a meat eating eating guy, uh, meatball sub with bacon was my go to. I could eat two of those, two foot longs of that before See, a band competition. And I, I was would my my kill it. my mo was the Italian BMT six inch bag of chips Powerade. Yeah. That's that's that I think for a kid by like yeah. kid fast food standards. Is like, oh, you will feel insanely healthy if you eat that. <laughs> um, the flip side of that coin was, and I did this 90% of the time because everyone went to Subway. And I was like, yeah. I do not feel like waiting. So I would go to our Hardee's, which was not just a Hardee's. It was a, co- a red burrito. Yeah, it was a combination <laughs> Hardee's red burrito. And so, like, imagine That's just a... the regular quality level of Hardee's, but divide that by two in terms of, like, how many things <laughs> like they have to... Like, consistency. Yeah, how many things they have to be on top of yeah. being able red to... Red burritos make. is, like, the Carl's Jr., like, Taco Bell equivalent arm of the company. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I think, again, not atrocious. It's a good... But... It was... A, it... it Red Burrito had the best pre-Beyond Thick Burger vegetarian options for those restaurants. Yeah. But still, not great. Very bland beans. Yeah. Um, f- For me, I lived, uh, like, literally, like, a two-minute drive away from the high school on the same street as the high school. And my mom was normally, like, free around the time it was, like, immediately after school. So I would either go home and eat or my mom would bring me a um plain cheese quesadilla in a plastic bag and give that to me <laughs> and that'd be good it, and it should be noted that we're talking about the same hardies like yeah in the same city like yeah yeah um but but anyway so i would i would always go to hardy's and mm-hmm. get just a burger and fries and a drink and feel the worst I've ever felt yeah. in my entire <laughs> life because I'm generally an anxious person and yeah. having to be in charge of a bunch of people and then do a musical performance yeah. in like a set amount of time is like very anxiety inducing yeah. even when you, when you're yeah, good at you, it. You were like in a leadership pr- position in the percussion. Yeah. Department. I was for the last three years, I was percussion captain and yeah. that was, that was a lot of fun, um, but 
I took it really personally when we did poorly. And so I put a lot of pressure on myself to like keep people in line. Yeah. Um, and so there, it, it never got not anxious. Yeah. So imagine what combining that baseline level <laughs> with of anxiety. A, with a Hardy's Frisco melt. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm more of a thick burger man through and through, but. But seriously, that just sitting like a bowling ball in your stomach. Yeah. And like literally it's like, oh, it tasted good, but I felt like I think the way yeah. like a 40-year-old feels when they eat like two handfuls of Doritos yeah. of like you just – you are dead for like 24 hours. Yeah, and then only to eat another burger come third quarter of the football game um, oh, after but, the performance. But after the performance, the anxiety melts yeah. away, so I don't – yeah, I can absolutely. It's, yeah. I, what I'm trying to say is that it wasn't Hardy's fault. Their yeah. food will make you feel that way under certain contexts, but it's if you are already not feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think that's we've said all there is to really say about Hardy's. Yeah. But let's keep this train yeah. rolling. Yeah, you had your list. Yes. I'm going to I'm gonna try. I'll interject when, when it's appropriate, but... Um, I want to hit some of the ones that are more deep cut that maybe I'm the only going to be the only person to really have commentary on. Have either of y'all ever eaten at Cheddar's? I went with you one time. I had, <laughs> I feel like this was like one of the last non-vegetarian meals I ever had was a Monte Cristo from there. Speaking of <laughs> which, the reason it makes my short list is because of all of the fat, like the fast casual fast food just chain restaurants i've ever been to this yeah. is the only place where you could be guaranteed to get a monte cristo like <laughs> on the menu um short of paris france <laughs> seriously but a monte cristo for the unengaged has like turkey ham like four kinds of cheese on a deep fried like like in a deep fried sandwich and that's covered in powdered like powdered sugar yeah. and then you dip it in raspberry preserves yeah it it's is honestly like something you would get at like a fair or something yeah, like that i feel like some sort of royalty whenever i eat it <laughs> it it feels impossibly decadent to me but it's so delicious it's very tasty yeah um i have not eaten a single other thing off of their menu and and they still make my short list like just by having that yeah and that's what i mean it's like I, I'm very particular because it's like when I have a restaurant that I like, it's not because I've tried everything on their menu. It's because I have my thing that I know I like from there. The one time that I went to Cheddar's was with Matthew and his family, I think for his brother Jacob's birthday, or maybe it was for your birthday. Probably it was, was like a year, maybe two years into us dating. And I was still a super picky eater. And I just remember, I was saying about this the other week because it was Matthew's birthday recently, but I got a deranged thing to get. I don't know why. This is like um, Facebook watch cooking trends come to chain sit down restaurant. It was like spaghetti lasagna <laughs> but they had what? like what? <laughs> yeah it, but there was like it was a, like baked spaghetti. It, yeah, but in the shape of lasagna. Like, they had just taken, like, spaghetti and marinara and put it in, like, a little, like, lasagna-sized and shaped dish and baked it in the oven. So then it was, like, crunchy baked lasagna or baked spaghetti. Baked lasagna. And it had, like, 
Oh my um, god. <laughs> it had like some sort of like mashup name. Like we I think were it was so like preoccupied with whether we could. <laughs> <laughs> it was like called like something like Spazania or like <laughs> Ligeti or something like that. This is an abomination. <laughs> Melody, no offense. But this feels like something that it, I would have been served if I ate dinner at your family's house <laughs> based on I, I have a very limited perspective of what your family's uh eating habits are like but i feel like this is a dinner i, I could see happening there <laughs> drew i and melody i promise i am not trying to make fun one of the meals that was not infrequent was like in my mind like nyquil chicken <laughs> basically like it was like chicken kind of like marinated in like some kind of like p- melody. Like, I hope to God this is not what it was, but in my <laughs> mind, this is what it is. It's like cream cheese and wine, like <laughs> that it's like bathing in, in like a crock pot. That's not that far off. It was conceptually. Oh, so, this is a slow cooker meal? Yeah. Okay. So, but so you're not eating the soup that it's in. You're just eating the chicken. But it was like, just the concept made my stomach turn a little bit. Um, I really had to work to eat that, just like to get past the mental block because it didn't taste all that bad. Like I see why they stuck with it, but it was like, why would you do this to yourself when you could make something so much more like normal and like inoffensive? I guess. Like, it was challenging in a way that was like, this isn't good challenging, this is bad challenging. <laughs> um, like, this is like a feat of strength to eat. But, but I, I can't even remember what that was a branch off of other than... Oh, it was the, lasagna. lasagna. <laughs> Let's move on from cheddars, because I don't have strong... I, I think... You, pe- wait, did you have anything else you wanted to say about this lasagna? Um, just that it was not very good. Okay. <laughs> so I think that was kind of what I was going to say to close, is just that... Take my ranking with a grain of salt because it's based off of one dish that's very difficult to mess up. <laughs> um, and I've tried literally nothing else and know that they're a fairly divisive restaurant. So, like, yeah, I mean, they're called cheddars, it, they're they're what you would expect a restaurant called cheddars to be. Yeah, like they, they do too much. They've got literally like every kind of food represented. They're like the combination of Hardy's uh, but, red burrito, yeah, but with like, li- like they have. Monte Cristo, fish, steak, yeah. Mexican. But it's all it's all like if you took like all of your standard foods that you would eat in restaurants across the US yeah. and put it through like a like a chilies or something like that. Yes, like for sure. Like yeah. It's um I It's like if somebody's somebody's white aunt tried to make like <laughs> every type She's of food like, <laughs> i i am capable of making anything you ask me to i cannot guarantee like i'm and i will sacrifice she, quality it's gonna all be my reads, version of it yeah all she reads are um olive garden like recipe replication cooking <laughs> blogs yeah it's gonna be like lettuce instead of parsley or something <laughs> <laughs> iceberg lettuce too we we don't have to talk about it for long because like i again don't have very strong feelings about it because it's not like one of my top fav favorite restaurants cracker barrel i i think is unfairly <laughs> maligned it's very much in the same vein of cheddars where it's like no it not being that good is kind of part of the point like it's yeah. just it's 
much like Bojangles, it's just sometimes tough to get like Southern fare, quote unquote, or like yeah. home style cooking, as it were, um, like not made at home. And it, so anywhere yeah. where you can get it is like, you have to accept that it might be less than I, ideal. I feel like, but like the difference between Bojangles and Cracker Barrel is like, it isn't like, neither one is fancy, but Bojangles leaves you feeling a certain kind of satisfied that like... Cracker Barrel, I feel like, I don't know, I, this, I've also, I was going to say, over the past few years, found myself kind of turning on Cracker Barrel. Mm. Um, just, I don't know, it doesn't do it for me as much as it used to. That isn't to say if I'm like, been riding on the interstate for a while and I'm super hungry and want a, a big meal that I know I can get like free refills on my drinks and stuff like that. Like, I'm going to be, I'm going to leave Cracker Barrel full, yeah. but I'm not going to leave as happy as, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna um, I'm gonna leave full but not as happy as if it was a Bojangles. Sure. Yeah. Um I don't have strong feelings about Cracker Barrel. And really what I like is their breakfast. Like you can you can go at dinner time and get an enormous, like full pan sized pancake with yeah. with um like a big like glob of butter and yeah real maple syrup and blackberry preserves and that is amazing yeah i would not eat like their country fried steak like even yeah. even if i was eating meat so like just just to be clear like yeah again it is like i'm basing my estimation of them off of like what they are best at not yeah. the whole package yeah so that said melody we haven't heard from you in a while hit us with some of your list like with any, yeah. with any caveats you need all right, I'm trying to decide where I want to start. Oh, this could be a be an angle. Um, so Don't be bashful. <laughs> <Lay it on. laughs> so we've uh, done quite a bit about my um, parents cooking and the general foods and tastes uh, that I grew up around. An added layer to that is that my family slash my parents were kind of like anti eating out for the most part like it took a really special occasion and even then there was like a very small list of restaurants that we would like get food from and it was also mm -hmm. mostly like unless we were in a social obligation mostly takeout yeah, right. um instead of eating there so like growing up I didn't really much go to... I've been to Cracker Barrel one time in my life. Mm. Um, I got, like, French toast, and I thought that the heap of butter on top was ice cream and almost, <laughs> like, ate it. I've made like, that spoons. mistake before. <laughs> um, why are we... Hey, why why must we consider it a mistake? I, butter's good. <laughs> <laughs> I have eaten at Olive Garden exactly one time in my life Ooh. when I was, like, 11, and we were in Orlando <laughs> to go to Disney World, and my parents were like... I don't get all the hype. That was not very good. And it was, <laughs> the hype? Yeah. <laughs> I think my parents just equivocate like commercial success with, well, people must like it. Um, surely there's something to it. Yeah, surely the critics must be raving. Um, so with that, I have a few like aspirational chain restaurants okay. that I'm like. I got you. Um, maybe I've eaten here like once or twice, but it's been a long time and I like, you'd like to consider 
putting it more into the rotation. Yeah, I would just, more than anything, like, I want to have the food cultural reference. Yeah. Um, one of them on that list is, I used to not like onions. I now really, really like onions. I want to try an Outback Blooming Onion. I would also like I've to I've never one. had one either. Could oh, we get one shit. for the pod? Yeah. Yes. Not to eat, just to have. Next second play. breakfast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, also, once again, keep your ears to the ground, people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else I would even eat from Outback because I don't they, eat meat. They, um, I think that they that have, comes with a good, like, creamy, maybe horseradishy sauce. I think so. Sounds so good. They, they are also, much like Longhorns, one of the restaurants that has table bread and it's the really oh, dark yeah. brown bread with like good butter like kind of sweet cream uh, butter i'm not much of a bread person i don't think i'd appreciate that <sighs> I, I forget this about you you uh, i don't you, like you're... being thirsty <laughs> Hey, Drew, what are you not thirsty? <laughs> but what is, thirst, what is thirst if not something that can be quenched if you have water you can do something about it yeah i know but i'm historically bad at keeping myself hydrated um <laughs> So I want to have Blue and Onion. I would like to revisit Olive Garden. I do not have high expectations, but again, I just kind of want to like maybe for lunch someday or something we could just yeah. go on like a they have Olive they, Garden outing. They frequently have good deals of like buy this entree, you get another one to take home. Yeah, my for free. <laughs> my memory of what it tasted like when I had it when I was like eleven in Orlando. Um, and like what I think it will taste like is I think it's going to taste like, like I'm envisioning probably getting like something in the same vein as fettuccine Alfredo, something with like a cream sauce. I'm predicting that it will taste whatever I have, like ultra preserved jarred sauce from the grocery store. Um, don't mean to sound snobby, <laughs> but like I feel like there is just like a specific flavor to jarred Alfredo or just yeah. like jarred cream yeah. sauces in general. Um, Not it fake, yeah. It just, yeah, there's just something off. Yeah, which yeah. like that doesn't mean I'm like who knew I, I won't go Manage. to Olive Garden, but. <laughs> um, yeah, Melody, you've just been putting mayonnaise on your pasta. <laughs> <laughs> um. I also, like, I feel like this is going to be maybe controversial. The style of breadsticks that Olive Garden has is not the style of breadsticks I prefer. Yeah, some people really like those. They look like they're great for dipping in soups, but that's not why I want breadsticks. I want breadsticks to eat the bread. I will say, I love just, like, the house salad that they bring out at the beginning. Oh, sure. uh, For Olive Garden. Like, that... That's satisfying. Oh, Matthew, with like can, that Italian dressing. We can find out our Matthew's brother's girlfriend works at um an Olive Garden nearby. We can find out mm. when she's working and go sit in her section. Hey, that'd nice. be fun. We'll, yeah. we'll uh, we'll keep the people posted on. We'll re- we'll so. record. Yeah, um, while we do it. <laughs> mo- mobile pod. <laughs> I think i've been to chili's once i don't think that there's or at least if there is i don't know of it like one thing that chili's is like known for um i think being able to get drunk cheaply on certain nights of the week oh that also sounds appealing there might be applebee's but i think it's both um, yeah they probably have something like that they they every time i've had chili's i think i've gotten like 
Oreo shake with a bourbon street shake and some whipped cream. <laughs> I have no desire to go to Applebee's. Yeah, you don't need to also, go to either of those. Or I'm like Rafferty's. Have, I'm going to have to check and make sure we're hitting the right notes. So otherwise, that was going to sound terrible. <laughs> I hope it did sound terrible. Yeah. We'll see. We'll bleep um, it if we need to. <laughs> If we bleeped it, dear audience, me and Matthew sang the most Bougie recent. like Applebee's on a date night. That. The Applebee's TikTok jingle. Um, so now if you didn't, if you didn't you just bleep got it, it, you got it twice. <laughs> Even better. Um, I've never been to Carrabba's. For reference. Carrabba's not, is fine. It's Not to brag. They give you but... dough at the beginning, I think, to play with. That's mm-hmm. fun. Um, I was going to say, not to brag, but uh, I was a waitress in an Italian restaurant for three years, so you know, a bit of a... If you've ever, if you've ever heard uh, Billy Joel's song, Scenes from Italian Restaurant, that was actually written about <laughs> Melody. <laughs> bottle of red, bottle of white, that's you. <laughs> so I feel like I have pretty uh, um, like cemented standards at which to judge restaurant Italian food against. Um, which is a high standard to be fair yeah it is um <laughs> but that's of, that's fine because like italian restaurants are kind of a dime a dozen yeah would you say that you've got somewhat of a cultural marxist perspective on <laughs> um fast casual italian oh absolutely okay we'll uh part two we'll really get into that we might need to do a part three for <laughs> one of the rings um yeah i would say my main uh, aspirational chain restaurants are probably Outback, uh, specifically Blooming Onion and uh, Olive Garden's various fairs. I don't think I've ever eaten at a Longhorns, but like again, as a steakhouse, I'm probably not going to find anything mm-hmm. to eat um, now. I was never yeah. a huge steak person. If we went um, to Outback, I would want to try this. Like they have some kind of like tuna thingy that is like really. I'm about it's to like tuna steak menu. something that I would try. I remember eating some of it as a kid, and I was like, "Whoa, well, that's cool." We're <laughs> we're closing in on ninety minutes, so let's mm. just let's talk about the elephant in the room. We I don't think we've directly referenced it. Let's talk about the olifant in the room. Hey, <laughs> I can't believe I didn't think of that. This is why we Whoa. pay you the big bucks, Melody. Taco Bell people. Oh Ooh. yeah, that was number one on my list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's it is quite literally like. Bad Taco Bell is still good Taco Bell. Yeah. And we're, like, hey, we're all Baja Blast blooded Americans. We had Taco Bell last night <laughs> when Drew got here. Yeah. After, I, so I drove from Savannah yesterday and got Burger King on the way. And then Matthew asked if I wanted Taco Bell when I got here. And I said yes. Even though I had Taco Bell for lunch the day before because it was my birthday <laughs> and my potato salad froze in the work fridge. Damn. But it, it all worked out because I got a lot of Taco Bell over the past however many days. <laughs> I think the the one thing that you can say about Taco Bell that is a knock against it is that it can be fairly inconsistent. Not just restaurant to restaurant, but even like the same restaurant. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely like compared to other... Maybe it's just because we've had it so many times that we've noticed this, but like compared to other fast food restaurants, it seems like it's like more dependent on who's working yeah yeah you know 
Which, you know, I'm fine with. Because sometimes yeah. you roll the dice and it's just okay, but it's still yeah. a, a food item that you like. And sometimes you get it and yeah. it's like, whoa, this is it At the bare minimum, really it's still going to taste like Taco Bell, yeah. but it's not going to taste like the best Taco Bell. <laughs> and I think we should be clear, like, Taco Bell, most people of a certain age think it's the grossest yeah. thing they've Taco ever smell. heard of. Yeah. Hey. Taco hell. <laughs> Haven't heard that one, but yeah. <laughs> I've heard that one. <laughs> um, but I think, A, they're talking about like their ground beef, which yeah. has never been an issue for me. Like Either I didn't mind it or I don't eat it. So yeah, it's not... either I was 10 years old or... <laughs> yeah. I also kind of graded on a curve in my mind because it's not the best quality Mexican food by a mile. Oh, yeah. I don't even consider it Mexican food. Yeah. I just like, consider it its own thing entirely but for what it's trying to be which is like cheap and easy vegetarian yeah. friendly fare like on a road trip it's awesome it's yeah. great it's perfect yeah and it's like i don't think we would be having this conversation at all if they hadn't started to lean into being more vegetarian friendly sure. i mean like we were going there before they made it an option to add black beans to everything yeah uh, hey but like, hey i'm an og I was there the day Doritos Locos Tacos um, <laughs> were introduced. and But, like, they were always able to just take off the meat, and most things have meat and refried beans. Yeah. So it's like you could just take off the meat and have refried beans, and it'd be great still. Um, yeah. And it's like I like that it's – like most fast food restaurants, it isn't really like – you're not really encouraged to get multiple, what I would say are entrees. Mm. I, I would say that it's best to measure your typical Taco Bell order by like how many dishes that incorporate tortillas yeah. are there. <laughs> Cause I, it's like, I'll get, I'll get a soft taco, soft taco and two burritos. I wouldn't get like whatever would be analogous to that from a, a burger place. No. I'm, I do like approaching it like I would most restaurants um like my go-to for the longest time was a crunch wrap supreme now that i can add black beans like sub black beans with a side of fiesta potatoes yeah like basically the same as like entree side of fries yeah with a drink um but hey last night y'all saw i got i got a a few different things yeah i um i for so for a while when i was a kid i was always a soft beef ground beef soft taco guy um but i've since since especially since going vegetarian i've uh been mainly so lately it's been beefy five layer burrito sub black beans um and then i really like those potato soft tacos oh yeah those are awesome i didn't really get the the fiesta potatoes before they went away um i mean i had had them before and i liked them but i i was never much of a potato guy um i like potatoes a lot but like they're not really something I would like gravitate to. I was always more of a like onion rings over French fries guy sure. and stuff like that. In my experience, like I, I know you like bread a little less mm-hmm. and like, it seems like you like potatoes, but they're not like a must have if there's an alternative. Yeah. I would definitely go with corn over most stuff like that. It, if, it if seems option. to me that you're really going for like, not as a general rule, but like, in terms of my what I've observed, like you like stuff that has strong flavors. Yeah, yeah, like, I like very strong flavors, and I really like it to just be protein 
heavy, which that, that that's pretty yeah. common. Whereas but. like I definitely am tended towards something that's a lot of like fun to eat regardless. So yeah. I'm I'm I love texture more than flavor. A B I like something I can keep coming back to over something that will be finished pretty quick. Yeah. Um and like bread, french fries, etc. It's like it takes longer to eat it. Yeah. Not the way I do it, but in theory it <laughs> takes longer. So yeah, Taco Bell. Yeah. I think everybody likes, right? Everybody, yeah. We're all in agreement. Uh, Baja here. Blast and Delights. Those are good. those are great. We don't even need to talk about those, honestly. Everybody knows those are good. Well, I as much as I would love to keep talking about all these different restaurants on Talking Points, where the 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 hours are starting to grow long, folks. Why don't we hit yeah. the people with one hot take each that we didn't get to from our original list? Okay. One hot take. I got mine. Go for it. Hey, if you're if you're at a Smoothie King or a, a smoothie uh, queen, <laughs> yeah, any sort of smoothie establishment, um, a lot of them will have a so th- they'll have a prenatal smoothie. Um, smoothie Kings is called the Pre Mama. If you're not pregnant, you can still order those, and they're really good. Drew's <laughs> preparing his body. Yeah. It's a temple, folks. What more can we say? Um, yes, I remember one time being with you and you did that and I, <laughs> and seemingly the person assisting you both thought it was somewhat strange. No, they, they, so I used to work next to a Smoothie King and I uh-huh. would trade with them and that was the one that they recommended. Like they all know that Pre-Mama is the best smoothie. So yeah. You heard it here first folks. Hey. Now, do you want to hit them with this? Prenatal vitamins, not um, just for pregnant women. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> You're causing all these damn supply chain issues ordering all the prenatal vitamins, Drew. I don't know that I have too hot of a take of That's anything. Okay. The hottest take you got. Hottest take I've got is that it's good. Um, going back, we were just talking about Taco Bell. One of the reasons I love Taco Bell is you can like get a bunch of different things like kind of smaller things to comprise a meal and i really like switching back and forth between textures so i want to go from something crunchy to something soft yeah back and forth so just keep that in mind (laughs) when you're you're ordering for melody Hey, don't you dare order for my girl. <laughs> That's the hottest take I've got is that multiple textures are fun. <laughs> and Taco Bell Respect is good. <laughs> um, I want to r- roll an honorable mention because I think y'all will agree. Honorable mention, cookout, cost. Cookout is on my list. I've never been to cookout. Oh. What? All right, maybe once, but I, I don't really remember it. It wouldn't really serve you very well as a vegetarian or a pescatarian, yeah. mm-hmm. but they've got good milkshakes. And when yeah, I, I would ate like meat, a milkshake. when I ate meat, it's so easy to sub in stuff like yeah. and not pay more. Hey, sometimes I'm happy with just a milkshake and some fries. Yeah, that would be a great place. They're very cheap, and you yeah. can get a lot of food for not a lot of money. Yeah, just yeah. an insane, like an absurd amount of food. Yeah. But my actual hot take relates to a kind of restaurant that offers similar stuff. If you are too good for Dairy Queen, yeah, I don't want to associate <laughs> myself with you. Some of them even have jo- Orange Julius. Is it? Well, that's not at even, least one. That uh, hey, you go to the Mall of Georgia, definitely. <laughs> hey, I'm ready to be attacked 
I'm not a Dairy Queen fan. That, yeah, well, good, because the episode's almost over. Yeah. <laughs> You're not in the next one. <laughs> um, more for us is all I say. Yeah. Um, Any, the, it, a, every fast food restaurant should have onion rings. There and and to or that a fast point, food burger place. And to that point, their food is not bad. Yeah, it's they're, they're not. Good. It's, it's not good. as good as their, like you can frozen get a Butterfinger treats. Blizzard. Yeah, like they do Blizzard so well that anything yeah. else they offered would like pale in comparison. Like very obviously, and so yeah. I think people just like weaponize their own ignorance yeah. and just have like super strong opinions about like that that gap between the two. But I would say they're like fast food, like hamburgers and fries and stuff. Yeah, are like at least as acceptable as most other places. Yeah, I would say so. It's people are just too high and mighty. Yeah, and also I don't I... like that I have to eat the blizzards upside down though. <laughs> Drew, every time we've eaten there, I've tried to tell you that's just how they ha- are supposed to <laughs> hand it to you. <laughs> Why do they have the pull-up bars? <laughs> Drew, Drew has made a mess of himself every time we've ever gone. He he's cried the entire car ride home because so sticky. It, yeah, he's covered in blizzard. <laughs> Flies are coming. <laughs> well, folks, that was talking points. We just hit you with our hot takes. Mix up your textures. Don't be too high and mighty for Dairy Queen. And what was yours, Drew? Remember your prenatal vitamins. That's right. I can't believe that escaped my mind. <laughs> Melody, it's been so good having you on the pod. It's I hope the people, yeah, I hope the people enjoyed having you here. Um, we should do this again for sure. Yeah. Um, we'll be back next week for uh, chapters three and four discussion. Hey. And uh, if you Fellowship of the Ring. And if you weren't reading along by now, hey, that's fine. <laughs> hey, you just got a Deus Ex Machina, baby. You got a whole other week to read. Yeah, catching up. Yeah. But that's okay. Again, don't feel like you have to read. This has been Ollie Font's Motorcycle Club. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm Drew. And I'm Melody. Thanks, y'all. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, 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 Ollie Font's Motorcycle Club fans. Matthew coming at you on the ones and twos. Got a few plugs for you before you head out. If you like the show, you should check us out on Instagram at Oliphants underscore MC. You can email the show with whatever's on your mind or potential episode topic ideas unrelated to Lord of the Rings um, at oliphantsmotorclub at gmail.com. If you want to watch Drew do some Minecraft playthroughs while the pod is playing in the background, you should check out our YouTube, Oliphants Motorcycle Club. You can follow the show's Twitter at MC. You can follow Drew on Twitter, at Drew Felt. You can follow me on Twitter, at Mute underscore Matthew. And if you want to see some of the stuff that gets posted by our lovely guest that we had today, Melody, you can follow her on Instagram, at Mel underscore Mont 98, or on TikTok, at chloe 7 ye Stan account. I'm not even going to bother trying to spell that out. Um, I know Drew likes to do that, but... Everything we just covered is going to be in the show notes. Thank you so much for being a listener of the show. And uh, don't forget to drop a five-star review if you really liked it. All righty, y'all. We'll see you next week with some Lord of the Rings content. We'll see you then. Mm -hmm.